Bokartov, we're continuing Parashat Shemini. And we completed yesterday the process of the inauguration. Mm-hmm. We ended with the, the exciting appearance of the Shekhinah to the whole people. With fire. With fire. And the fire goes from before God and it eats what is on the Mizbeach, mm-hmm. the Ola, and the fats. The fats obviously came from the Khatat or Khataot and the Shilamim. The people saw and they were overjoyed and they fell on their face. Yeah. faces. Pa- chapter 10 opens up with what obviously is a, a surprising uh, yeah. uh, de- deviation from, from the script. Okay? Chapter 10, Pasuk Aleph. The sons of Aaron took Nadav and Avihu, each person is fire pen, ish. And they put in it fire. And they put on the fire, they put the ketoret. And they brought before God a foreign fire that was not commanded, that he did not command them. So, meaning, were they told in any of the things no. that we saw to bring a ketoret? No. So they decided, let's bring ketoret. Why? Why did they want to bring Ketoret? Because they wanted to get closer to, to God. Yes. Right? They thought, well, if the Shalamim and the Khatat and the Olot. They started making their own decisions without yeah. consulting the Father. Ah, so that's what the Midrash says. So, so we're, we're, we don't know. Uh, let's, let's first get to what happens and then we'll analyze all of these things. So they bring this Ketoret that they were not commanded. And a fire came out from before God and consumed them. And they died before God. Notice that this is immediately after a fire came out and consumed in the same language the korbanot. The korbanot, yes. Okay. Oh, wow. So, I don't know what it means, but it's very similar. If you look at Pasuk 24, it says, And a fire went out from before God and it consumed what was on the Mizbeach. And here it says, and a fire went out from before God, and it consumed them. And they died before like God. They, they were also on the... It's as if they're almost like Korbanot. Friday. Friday. It's almost as if they're Korbanot. Korbanot, yes. It's a very interesting parallel. Okay, Pasuk 3. So Moshe says to Aaron, That is what God said. With those who are close to me, I will become sanctified. And I will become honored in the eyes of all the people. And upon hearing this, Aharon, Aharon was quiet. What is Moshe saying here? What does it even mean? What does it mean with my closest ones, I will become sanctified? And thereby become honored in the eyes of all the people or in the face of all the people. So first of all, what is Moshe doing? So, so the story is that Aaron, Nadab and Abiyu, not Aaron, Nadab and Abiyu bring a foreign fire. They bring a ketoret that was not commanded of them. They bring it before God and God, the fire comes out from before God and like it consumed the korbanot, it also consumed them. Yes. Whether the Chachamim say that they, uh, their bodies were not burnt by this fire. It was just their soul, right? It says, 
mysteriously, the rabbis explain, only their, only their souls were consumed. Their bodies remained untouched. Which is interesting because yes, you would the, expect, fires, yeah. the fire, well, you would expect you would a normal burn, fire to burn. burn. Yes, so this right? was but, not but the, but the fact that the fire comes from God, we've seen fires that come from God and, doesn't, and, doesn't, and does not consume before. Yes. It's actually very typical. Yes, yes. See, that's not the first time from, we're seeing fire in that, in that nature. From Moshe when we went and to, by the way, the proof to that is that when they're removed from this place, it seems like they're going to be intact. Their bodies are intact. You know? They, they weren't burnt to ashes, obviously. So it's an interesting parallel also. So, uh, so what's, what's the message? Because they, because so they were, so they right now to... we're in ex exploration phase. Yes. We're trying to explore all the ideas. Two fires. Two fires. One, one fire that goes on the altar yeah. consumes and, everything. And exactly. And the and one fire... That goes to... And that same fire, seemingly... Yes. Goes to our own sons, but it doesn't and it, consume them. It doesn't consume their bodies. It just puts them to death. Okay, and, and we don't know what this all means, but let's, I'm just exploring different ideas. Okay, and and then Moshe says to Aaron, probably in trying to console him. Yes. Mm -hmm. He says that is what God said that with my close ones I will become sanctified, and then in the eyes of all the people I will become honored. That the interpretation that's 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 thrown around a lot, which I think is the is the best we have is that Moshe's consolation was whenever Bore Olam does justice towards someone who is close to him, when he does justice towards the tzaddik, the less than tzaddik people look and they say, if the tzaddik is being judged this way, that means that Bore Olam's judgment even applies to tzaddikim, all the more so that I can expect that as a non tzaddik, that the judgment will be this way, and that is the kavod of Hashem that then comes in. So that could be, but and then Moshe's point is: look how, look how, look Aaron, how Moshe, how Hashem is using your sons to become honored to the people, which must show you how high their level is. Allergies. You know, wow, I'm dying. we all have allergies. Worst season. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's continue reading the psukim. So, isn't it? Isn't it today like we? The, I mean, that's, that's what I've, I've learned. Maybe. It's incorrect that like you see even a, a tzaddik, I'm uh, uh, um, an infraction, let's say that a layman like myself or whatever it is would, would make, is, would be nothing considered to, but if a tzaddik does it, if a tzaddik does it, it's, more, it's like a, more, it, yes, because it's a tzaddik judged walking, on the more, yeah, the yeah on the more fine, that, that said, you could, you could find that in Rashi. On his shoulders. Yeah. Look, at, look at it in Rashi, he says it explicitly. Okay, that the tzaddik is judged much mm -hmm. higher, yeah. the the much higher, much higher level, level of yes. of nuance yes. that tzaddik is judged rather than the, than the regular person. Which is normal because the tzaddik is walking in the in the in the in the path of Hashem. He's I have carrying... for two for two reasons, right? One, as a tzaddik develops and a knowledge, they becomes more and more sophisticated. An exactness of service is expected of him more and more. Mm -hmm. It's part the of the process you know, of development. The more you know, the more it's expected <laughs> of you. Because the, if, if this quality of sin is so not even, you don't even know that it's Asur, then it's not as big a deal if you violate it as the person who knows it and understands it. Right? And the other reason why Tzadik could be judged more seriously is because anything they do can be seen as a chilul Hashem. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. They have to be that's, much more careful. We learned it. We learned. To me, that's yeah. even that's more, right. more yeah. the case. You yeah. have to be very careful because they represent God. Yeah. The so. more you get closer, the more you're yeah. an ambassador. Exactly. Okay. Pasuk four. 
Vaikra Moshel Mishael Vil El Safan. Moshe calls him Mishael and El Safan. Who are Mishael and El Safan? Well, we tell, they tell us. Bne Uziel Dod Aaron. Aaron had an uncle named Uziel, and he had sons. So these are Aaron's cousins. Are they Kwanim or Levim? Uh, it's they're, they're, they're it's Levim. 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 Yes, they're Levim. Only Kohen was appointed. Only, the only one was Aaron. Only, Aaron. only, the only Kohen was Aaron. Good. Okay. And Moshe said to approach and take your, your, your brethren from the holy to the outside of the camp. Difficult moment. Yeah. Okay. They approached and they took them in their tunics. As Moshe commanded. Moshe says to Aaron and Tamar, who are his sons, do not let your hair grow long and do not rend your garments so that you shall not die. That means you should not, you should not, uh, how do you say, mourning. Yeah, no yeah. mourning. And if you do so, it will also be turning to anger for all of the people. Because, and this is one of the interpretations mm. I'm interpreting, yeah. okay, but it says, and there will be anger upon all of the people because and when the Jewish people decide to turn this day of joy into a day of mourning. Meaning he's not telling them, do not do mourning and, do let, and let Bnei Israel do it in your stead. Don't. He's saying, don't do mourning so that Bnei Israel doesn't do mourning because mm -hmm. if they do mourn, It'll, God will get angry at them. Yeah, but, but it's, it's asking a lot of because them. Today was oh, a, yeah. today, because today was a, a day of uh, celebration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pasuk 7. It's, asking, it's asking a lot of them. It's saying, it's saying this is don't mourn yes. for your sin because we have to set an example for, for Bnei Israel. Yes. It's, it's a big ask. Okay, Pasuk 7. And from the entrance of the tent of the meaning, do not leave lest you die. Ki shemen mishchat For you are anointed with the oil of God. And they did... The word of Moshe, they did not mourn. Wow. Okay, so there are a lot of components to this story. First of all, they die. Uh, why do they die? Why do Nadab and Abiyu get? Because why do they get killed? Not ordered. Okay, um, and then why is what does it mean? Bikravai uh, ekadesh that I'll be sanctified with my holy ones. We answered that already, but I'm just running through all the questions that are, again on, are on this piece. Then what is the significance of the fact that Aharon remained quiet? Furthermore, other questions. Uh, what, um, <laughs> what does it mean that they were taken Shuk. out? What is Moshe trying to accomplish by taking them outside the camp? Why is it significant that they were taken outside the camp with their tunics? Uh, and then, why aren't they allowed to mourn? These are all questions. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, so, I, I don't know the answer to, to, to any of them, but here are some thoughts on this whole idea. We have to compare... This piece of Nadab and Abiyu's death to two other, you could call them instances or mistakes that we saw Kohen involved. The first comes at the very beginning of Parashat, of, at the very end of Parashat Mishpatim. And this is something we like to refer to a lot because we, we when, when we read it, we thought it was extremely, extremely essential to understanding what's going on. But this, we could see this potentially as a continuation, as another experience. I just, something just came into my mind just by looking at this. Um, you know, maybe this is setting a precedent 
throughout history, throughout to, to show the Jewish people that when God does something, in one way or another, you have to accept it because that's the will. Of, it's you. It's it's for sure. This is it. But so Aharon's silence is, is is famous for representing the emunah. What is emunah? People think emunah is is the belief that God is is watching over me. Not necessarily. I mean, yes, but emunah is deeper than that. Emunah is the ability to accept anything. Emunah, people, people think that I have to believe that everything is going to be good. That's not emunah. It's called being foolish. Because everything isn't guaranteed to be good. It's not the way the world works. Emunah is the ability to accept the bad and the difficulty. And see the, and see the good in the bad. And not even, you don't necessarily have to see the good and the bad. You just have to accept that it's from God. And that, and that you can't complain about it. I mean, if you want to help yourself not complain about it, you could do that by trying to see the good in it. But that's not necessarily your job. Your job is to just accept that it's from God. And that's very hard. That's what emunah is. Emunah is acceptance. It's my favorite translation of the word. Okay, so let's go back to the end of Parsha Mishpatim. And we're going up to the mountain. And we are about to establish, or we did just establish the covenant. Mm-hmm. And Moshe is about to get to Luchot a second time. Yeah. Oh no, first time. Okay? And Pasuk 9 says, Vayal Moshe Aaron. this is chapter 24, Pasuk 9. Vayal Moshe Aaron, Nadav Vavihu, Vishivim Zikne Israel. Moshe and Aaron go up the mountain. Nadav and Avihu go up the mountain with them. And 70 elders of Israel. Vayiru et Elohe Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. And under his legs was like the, the, sapphire. the sapphire stone and like the heavens in its purity. Pasuk 11. And then it says what God didn't do. And but God did not kill these leaders of Israel who were looking at God. He did not kill them. For they had looked at God And they ate and they drank That's the problem, that's the problem. They became too comfortable So, so it, it's fascinating It's fascinating That there it says There it says That God specifically did not send his hand To kill these leaders of Israel Because what is the text clearly telling us? That they overstepped their boundary in terms very, of that's shot. very clear over there. They're looking at God and they're eating and they're drinking they at the same time. They became too comfortable. They did whatever they want. It's like you know. They became uh, too comfortable with God. Now, why did God not send His hand? Because they because, didn't know yet. Maybe no. Because that it, could be because or, it was a very important moment, and in front of the people, they didn't want. It's a very important yeah. moment. You don't. You don't want to turn this moment yeah, into, into anger, like, like tzof, Like you don't want it to be. Like but who a, is featured in this experience of trying to get too close to God? Nadav and Avihu. Okay. And now this what? Is maybe this is what. Happened. So this could be the precursor mm-hmm. to our story. Unfortunately, they were they were the ones who had to be korban, korban for the rest of the, pop, the, the people. Something like that. I don't. I don't want to take it because that yeah, opens up a whole another yeah, slew of questions. So difficult. But but two sons at the same Nada, right. Wow. But Nadav and Avihu, it seems to be a continuation to of that quiet story. And did not to mourn. <laughs> That's where, the hard. Where part. Nadav and Avihu, right? But then, what is Moshe? Who did Moshe learn that idea from? Not to mourn on this day. From Hakadosh Baruch Hu. From Hakadosh Baruch Hu himself, from, from, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "This is something 
that uh, I don't, I'm not going to send my hands and kill them today because it's a very holy day. This is the day where we're accepting the Torah. It's okay. I'll let it slide this time. Now Moshe, seeing that this is the day in which the Shekhinah comes back, this is like an imitation of Har Sinai right. once again. Yes. And again, they became comfortable. Again, another, they another made day. that same exact mistake yes. that they made the first time. They were comfortable. They said, you know what? Now, we can this do time, anything we want. When they made that same mistake, and what was their mistake? Their mistake was trying to get too close to God. You bring a ketoret to God, and you walk into the Kodesh whenever you want and bring ketoret to God. That's not your job. God didn't command you to do that. And if you're going to start getting comfortable with God... Cannot. Whenever you're not commanded, there, there is a boundary. Right, yeah. that, that's that's when the the boundary Even is instituted. Even the Queen Gadol has a boundary. So this is the second time Nadav and Abiyu made this mistake, and and now they're getting punished for it. Do you know what this is very similar to? By the way, Nadav and Abiyu's death is very similar to the fact that whenever we were getting the Torah, God had said, "Hishamiru bahar alot bahar Make sure to put a boundary around the, ma the mountain because anybody who approaches the mountain and comes too close yeah, to the, the place of the Kedushah will die. And why is that? Because B'nai Yisrael are being trained in the idea that whenever you're in the presence of the Kedushah, you have to have a lot of, a lot of restraint, restraint more than anything. Respect. Restraint and, and respect in knowing that there are certain things that are off limits to you and that you have to tread very carefully when you're in the presence of God. Now, Dabinav, you explore, they twice proved that they are not, uh, you know, that, 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 that they are not getting that message. And that's what brought their death. Now Moshe, trying to preserve the Kiddushah of the day, or the happiness of the day, mm. the same way that they did at Har Sinai, also tries to make sure that Nadab and Avihu, that their death remains a, a silent death. Yes. That nobody hears of it. So nobody's allowed to mourn. Because we don't want to turn this into a day of, of sad. Not even B'nai Israel. When they took them out, they took them out with their tunics. I think it probably means that he took them out with their tunics covering their their faces so that nobody could see who they are I think and then they could just respect take maybe out of respect or maybe maybe to, to to stop people from seeing that this actually happened okay so and then the next piece of halakha that comes the next introduction no, it, says, it took them out it took them out it took, i thought talking about uh Elizar, the, 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 the sons of aaron he took them the out cousins, the cousins no the cousins took them out by some kutonot with their with their there are no kutonet levin don't have kutonet the kutonot is is nadav and avihu two more things two more things why did they do the sin so we we think the sin is very similar to the previous sin we saw that they saw god and they ate and they drank right the Chachamim all say similar things. Mm. Not listening to the word of Moshe, taking liberties in the service of Hashem, thinking that you, you're so buddy-buddy yeah. buddy with Hashem that you could just do things your own way. Yeah. That's a liberty that is, is very, would only stem from them not listening to the command of Moshe and Aaron. Right? The Chachamim say that... For the second time. That's one yeah, of the, the opinions... Arrogance. One of the opinions is that their sin was not listening to Moshe and Aaron. That's that. Another, another opinion is that they went in drunk. Yes. Now, after why we, would you say they went in drunk? Because after we're going to read that... Uh, we're go because right after we're going to read about the laws of drink. Yes, yes. And, and even if they weren't drunk, why would you say that, that it's a relevant halakha to be taught? Because is there any substance that makes us more blind to... Yeah. Our boundaries they say you shouldn't than alcohol. You shouldn't, alcohol you shouldn't pray. You shouldn't pray when you're when so you're drunk because you have no. The, even the if Nadav and Abu didn't go in drunk, 
we we can we know that they if. acted as if they were under the influence wow. of some um, some alcohol where they were getting yeah. too comfortable. So all the rest of the Kohanim should learn that that level of comfort is not acceptable. Okay, and, and by the way, it's interesting that the the claim is that they they drank when we saw last time they sinned. It was also they, they drinking, ate and they drank. Drink. Wow! Right? Yeah. So it's an interesting connection. Okay, uh, we have to analyze more on Sunday. Bezat Hashem, and there's a lot of analyzing. Amen. 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 Amen